Blog Talk Radio. Peace to the God. You already know, man. Bohemian wizardry, you fraud, them thieves be killing me The enemy is close, you both lies on our identity I feel like he who step, architect like M. Hotep Son had the son himself, the guard deadly with the art I fit dark with a slit heart You can feel it in your bone marrow before the shit starts Standing in the cold with a scroll that was written in gold Behold the old glimpse that was never untold Infinite like the eight, seven dwelling in your melon No felon, though the unrighteous say that I'm rebellious I'm primal, my rhyme's suicidal, I worship no idols my style of all the gems going down in a spiral You stuck in your root, my intelligence past my cool The God is the truth, every time I step in the booth You stepped on the stoop, got scooped and swooped in my loop Do the knowledge, whack and seeds, get played like flu It was the son of the saw, a gift from the gods Who ruled flying through the sky with golden wings Submerged into the light, knighted by the golden king With the scepter of justice, melanin cultivating chi Until we are Aetherians, finally becoming one With the righteous sun, solar, souls are raw Magnificent glow with unconditional love Scattered rays for days from the heavens above So below, the souls just trapped in the lowest depths of hell Incarnated into 76 trillion cells To break free, we must be refined Masculine and feminine properties combined The devil is the author of confusion 183,000 divisions in the religion Denominations that's co-schisms and isms Though isn't it written in the Bible that Jesus spoke in parables The scriptures and gospels aren't just historical Many passages weren't meant to be taken literal Most of it is allegorical based on Esoteric principles, Baptist versus Methodist, Pentecostal holiness versus Jehovah Witness, Mormons versus Seven Day Advances, skeptics, atheists, and agnostics, divine and cosmic tactics of the reptilians, lower fourth dimensional aliens. So beware of the draconian Satanists, though they aim to imprison all true beings through ignorance. Though we crush the head of Leviathan, battle mind control, civilian suggestion, brainwashing, indoctrination, using religious politics, education, economics, health and labor, entertainment and war, no sex and law. In this chessboard game called life, we've all been pawns. Puppets on strings controlled by demonic spawns You can't run with the devil and walk with God You can't run with the devil and walk with God You can't run with the devil and walk with God You can't run with the devil and walk with God You can't run with the devil and walk with God You can't run with the devil and walk with God You can't run with the devil and walk with God Family, this is Brother Fahim, the Comptia Tunica Richard L. Bay. I'm filling in uh, to be your host tonight for Dr. Aleem L. Bay, and uh, I'll be your host for tonight. And our topic tonight will be about our, us being indigenous people all over the world, and especially in this continent as well. And uh, I haven't been on the show for a while. We haven't been on the show for a while because we have been uh, preparing for our uh, annual uh, conference we have every year of the United Washington Deeds of the Monday of Moore Empire, and uh, it was pretty good, pretty uh, pretty uh, pretty good turnout we had uh, last weekend. 
had different sisters and brothers coming all over from the uh, country, some from uh, New Jersey, some from uh, the West Coast, from California. And we had a grand good time sharing information, learning certain things about Red K healing, holistic health, and uh, there were certain healings. They had did a little Red K healing on my legs and knees because I have uh, problems. I have uh, legs and knees issues. So they have helped me a lot. I walk a lot better even today, you know. So uh, there's def- definitely a lot of benefits you can get by coming to the uh, annual Washita Dita the Monday Moore Conference. You know, uh, I believe we probably have it again in September for the fall equinox. This one was for the New Year's of the Moors. Our New Year now is 1438. So this is uh, this is about the Moorish calendar, and so uh, the Roman calendar being 2018. So uh, there's a difference. Just want to let you know that those that don't know, there's a difference, and we did, there is such thing as the Moorish calendar and the Roman calendar. There's a big difference between those two, as us being Aboriginal and Indigenous people of the world. And uh, first, I want to read a little bit through the the Dominion of a Maxim, Northwest Africa, North America, Administrative Functions, Moorish Divine and National Movement. This is from the Moorish Holy Temple of Science. This is from the, whole, the Moorish Temple of Science of the World, and also from the Moorish Science Temple of America, the MST of A and the MHT of S. Okay. Uh, yes, I'd like to deal with certain geographical uh, location areas that deal with us, you know, as certain names have changed through uh decades and through centuries, through hundreds of centuries, uh, they had different names as um, one, um, as a Mu, and La Muria, or you could say El Muria. As Dr. Aline uh, El Bay said one time, actually it's El Muria. They put the La Muria to keep us confused, so to throw us off. So we don't want to be thrown off. So this is why I'm, I'm uh, uh, telling you this. Tonight, you know, they have uh, certain, uh, like uh, Pangea, Pangea uh, was, uh, both continents was all one. You had uh, the African continent, the American continent, and the Asian continent, all connected to one, to the Great Drift. And I know some of you that listen tonight already know about this, already have this knowledge, uh, but uh, this is for the people that don't have this knowledge. So this is uh, also what I'm uh, giving a lecture on tonight. Um, you have a lot of people, like they they deal with a lot of indigenous history, uh, saying they're indigenous and things alike, you know, uh, and they still have confusion about how to, I say, 
nationalized, and you got certain people deal with what you call naturalization uh, process procedures, which there is no such thing as a naturalized citizen. Well, yeah, a naturalized citizen when you're dealing with Europeans and other people and immigrants that came to this country. Now, they have to be naturalized, which is very, very, very true, you know. But as far as our people in general know, we are already natural to the land, and that's what's being a indigenous and an indigenous a woman, man, and child is about. Indigenous means already being natural to the land. So, therefore, we don't need to be naturalized. We don't need to go to any kind of naturalization process. We are already natural to the land. We are indigenous people. Let me read this page here from this book, okay? It has here Moorish Americans, Maghrib al-Aqsa, here Morocco, the most extreme West. The Muslims of the Western Hemisphere were conquered by the Romans. Inquisitions from Europe, colonists in the North, conquistadors in the South. The true history and anthropological truths were hidden and suppressed. The Asiatic nations and countries in North, South, and Central America, the Moorish Americans and Mexicans, and North America, Brazilians, Argentines, and Chileans, Chileans, and South America, Colombians, Nicaraguans, and the natives of San Salvador and in South Central America, etc. All of these are Muslims. Or to land an executive or an administrative depressed government being a person authorized to represent his or her government in diplomatic dealings with other governments and usually ranking next below an ambassador. Also, a person or agent carrying carrying out specific orders of functions in a religious order or association. If these things our people were doing, and even in ancient times, and what a lot of people need to know that we have uh, always, always had a governmental structure here a long, long, long time before any European man has set foot on these shores. They want you to believe that civilization and governmental structure didn't start until the so-called white man came to this country. That is not true. You know, uh, a lot of you already know this. That does uh, not to be not to be true, as what I'm saying. Uh, the uh, the history as the history goes, we are descendants of slaves. You know, that's far they want you to believe that uh, that your history goes. But your history goes by far, by far, by far beyond that. You know, and that is not our history. That is slave history. And as I said it before, and many, 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 many times before, oh, I say it again, and I say it again, as uh, peace be upon him, Malcolm X said, uh, the first slaves in this country were Euro people or European people, starting with the Irish, the Welsh, the Cornish people, 
Irish people, Scots or Scottish, English, and so on, etc., etc., etc. These were the very, very first slaves in this country. And I wish I could remember who this man was. The very, very, very first slave master was a Boer. He was an ex-slave from Angola, from the country of Angola, from the African continent. Came here and planted seeds here and became, he, he, of course, he uh, enslaved some Asiatic people, but he had certain European beings that served under him as well. This is a lot of the suppressed history that has been suppressed from our children uh, in schools and history classes and all over, I would say, maybe all over the world, not just this country alone. Which is, they never really teach really true history. No one's never been taught true history. No one knows true history uh, except but a very few, those who deal with the esoteric or the occult side of history, which mean occult science or being hidden science, meaning that which is hidden, not anything that's supposed to be demonic or of the devil or anything like that. The reason why they want to suppress this you know, knowledge from our people because they keep trying to keep us from knowing who we really, really are. Because once we know that and once we find that out and once we realize who we are, they know the game is over. Once again, you have certain uh, individuals uh, that call themselves indigenous and aboriginal or, you know, but they don't want to call themselves Moors. Uh, they, some of them you get want to do reclamation uh, papers, uh, you know, want to proclaim uh, certain nationalities, but that has not corrected their name status or their status, period. And want to remain to be uh, uh, Reginald Jackson. Michael Benjamin, uh, James Williams, you know, and some of them are supposed to be ahead of certain tribes, calling themselves these by these English titles or Eurocentric titles, or you can say Germanic uh, uh, titles, which they have no connection to. Then calling themselves free, you know, calling themselves indigenous. It's crazy. Let me go on. Essene. And Essene is a member of an ancient Yahudi, meaning Hebrew, okay? Esoteric metaphysical order of the rabbinate, rabbinate that existed in ancient Palestine from the 2nd century B.C. to the 3rd century A.D. 
Yahshua, Yahashua, Yahshua, modernly referred to as Jesus, was an Essene. Now, what he mean by uh, ancient Palestine, which is Israel, is today, what they call Israel today. Israel is a, uh, it's a social artificial construct that the elite has created. From what I'm hearing, they have, may have to vacate that area pretty soon or pay tribute payments or pay, uh, I could say, uh, say, pay uh, uh, reparations to the Palestinian people for robbing and stealing their land. This is, this is, the, this is what I've heard. This is uh, certain things people need to understand uh, as dealing with the Aboriginal Indigenous issues. Instead of trying to remain uh, walking around here with these uh, uh, English names, you know, and still want to claim Indigenous or that they are Indigenous, that they are, you know, that have inherited rights, which they have no inherited rights. Because all these names belong to European families. You're not European, so therefore, every time you make a business transaction, anything you do in business, you do it in their name. So therefore, nothing really ever will ever belong to you. I've stated that as many times in many blog talk shows. Some of you may get uh, and tired of hearing it. But those of you that haven't heard this before, this is what the what this, who, you are who I am talking to. And the reason why, and I say it before and I say it again, the reason why we keep repeating the same, same thing over and over again, because the vast, vast majority of our people are not getting it. Getting it. They are not getting it. They keep missing the point. You look at on the television every day, the radio, the newspapers, you see people talking, uh, you know, around, you know, time you go outside and you go to work or whatever, you just hear people on the train, the bus, and talking, even family members, you hear black, 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 people of color, people of color, um, of or um uh, African-American, African-American, Afro-American, Afro-American, you know, and none of these uh, titles pertain to us. Can't seem to get it yet. They can't seem to add two and two, uh, add that two and two is four. And some of them may get really, really take it personal and, and really get insulted if you tell them that they are not black or you tell them that you are not black. Some of them might say, oh, you don't want to be black no more, huh? Oh, you don't want to be African-American. You don't want to be Afro-American. You don't want to be a person of color. Oh, you don't want to be, well, I'm proud of my blackness. But the constantly saying, you might well say, I'm proud of my Negroness. Because Negro and black are, are synonymous terms. I said before in other blog talk shows, they are both are synonymous terms. 
you might as well call yourself a Negro if you want to call yourself black. You want to say uh, Black Flash that comes on every Tuesday night on television. You might as well call him Negro Flash. Better still, if you want to do an etymological uh, study on the word black, uh, go back to the etymological dictionary. Go to that, go to that, and then look it, look it up. Then it means blacker, Blake, bledge, which means bleach or white. Because that's what black originally means. So you can say. Uh, mm-hmm. We like to say white flash. Those of you that call yourselves black nationalists, black nationalists, there is no such thing as a black nationalist. No such woman, man, or child ever existed on the planet Earth. There is no nation called black. There is no black flag. There is no black language. No black religion. Therefore, there are no such people. Can you argue that? How can you refute that and still want to call yourself black or Negro? You call themselves the Black Caucus. You just say you might as well say the Negro Caucus. But if you tell them, if you if you call the person the Negro, they will be highly insulted, highly insulted, and probably ready to fight you. But to show you how sleek they are, they all you saying, uh, calling him a Negro, her a Negro woman, or him a Negro man, all you saying is that they're the Black woman and man. Calling them black and Spanish, and in Spanish, or you can say Latin. Where Spanish come from? Moorish Latin. But they are one and the same. They both synonymous terms. What do you call you a Negro? What do you call me a Negro for? I kick your behind, man. Well, you just told me you black. I saw one uh, statement on the YouTube, and it was a show on the YouTube, and uh, they had this brother, brother says a confession of an ex-Moor. Confession of a ex-Moor. Have you heard of anything so asinine? Have you heard of anything so silly and stupid and ignorant? How can you be an ex-Moor? Of course, I didn't bother about listening to the uh, to the uh, to the you know video. Of course, I mean, I see it's worth my time or energy dealing with such idiotic, you know, such idiotic uh, statements like that. That's just like a German talking about he's an ex-German. 
are the confessions of the ex-Russian, the confessions of the ex-Japanese, and so on and so on and so on. Evidently, whoever, this, this brother didn't get the fully understanding what a Moor is, what the Moor means. It means to be a navigator, to navigate, because when the ship, because you deal with a ship, it moors in. You're a mooring. It comes from the, it comes from what we were, uh, comes from us being command, having command of the high seas at one time. We were great, great, great navigators of the high seas. In the Berber language, it means land. Because we are earthbound and people of the land. We are of the land. We are the land. So can no one tell us we don't have rights to this country? As We as being Moors, we have more rights than anyone to this country or any other country around the earth. Because we are of the earth, we are of the land. We are of the waters of the high seas, the rivers, the lakes, the ponds, the hills, the mountains, the roads, the fields, those are moors, but they also apply to people. Any dark-skinned person that is of the land and the waters of the high seas, that is a moor. I said this before in other blog talk shows. Sure, I sure have, and I keep on saying it. I know a lot of our sisters and brothers that be on some blog talk shows and that uh, like to tell or uh, always giving lectures on the same thing that I'm giving a lecture on. Some of you may get tired, may get frustrated. I say, oh, man, the heck with these people, man. These people just want to be ignorant. They're stuck on they're stuck on stupid and parked on dumb. Man, I'm going to give up, man. I go, I'm not going to give up. I'm going to keep on saying it. I got to keep on hitting them. We got to keep on hitting them, sisters and brothers. Because one day, like one brother told me one time, uh, told me, remember, brother, you were there one time, too. You, We were all there at one time, thought we were black. Some of us colored, some of us Negroes. Afro-American, African-American, people of color. Yeah, we all thought like that at one time, in the point, at one point of our time of our life. Until we start studying, learning who we really are, and who we really are as a people and, and as a nation, and no, no, we are not an organization. The Moorish Divine National Movement is not an organization. It's not an organization. We are a nation of people. I want to get that understanding out there. 
We're not a nation of people. Uh, we're not an organization. I mean, uh, excuse me, I'm sorry. We're not an organization. And this is what a lot of our people need to get to understand. We've got a lot of leaders out here that uh, that are leading a lot of these uh, quote-unquote so-called uh, black organizations and, and movements and groups and still calling themselves black, African-American, Afro-American, people of color, and all this nonsense. You know, they're still calling themselves that. If you go on a lot of these universities, go on a lot of university campuses, such as Howard University, go on Yale, Yale University, or Princeton, or go to England, the Oxford University, and you see a lot of our people that are students there, ask them what is their nationality. What is their nationality? And most of them cannot tell you. They will tell you, oh, I'm black. Uh, I'm Christian. I'm Muslim. I'm a Hebrew Israelite. Seriously. Some of you that done that know that I'm not lying. Know that I'm actually telling the truth. A lot of people, the most of our people are so asleep. Are so asleep. I'm going to read this, this, this page here. Let me read this page here. It says here, the editorial comment, the foregoing statement from the prophet, clearly in, indicates that the Moors need to study open-mindedly and under the present conditions stand and want to be actively seeking knowledge. The statement also indicates a promotion of practical thinking, absent of bias or clubisms, knowledge, restriction, nativity, and tunnel vision attitudes have no place in that statement made by the prophet. That's what he is talking about. No, we are not a club. We are not talking about a club or a different uh, political party, uh, the Black Nationalist Party, uh, all this kind of madness. The Black Nationalist Movement, talking about a group of people that does not exist. A black movement, a movement that does not exist. You do not exist. Why should people across the world of other nationalities take you serious. Okay, a lot of us get shot down and cold blood by the so-called uh, quote-unquote police and nothing ever gets done about it. Then you want to uh, proclaim yourselves as black or African-American you want your civil rights. And a lot of you still don't understand that civil rights is a privilege, not a right. 
It is a privilege, not a right. A privilege can be given to you or taken away from you at any given time. A God-given right can never be taken away from you. You want to, what you want to fight for is your human rights. Your right as a flesh and blood being. And then more likely you will be uh you will be the people and the nations across the world will take you serious. Don't say it doesn't work. Don't say uh no it don't no they won't. Don't say it because the United Washington D to the Monday Amour Empire is recognized by one hundred and forty four nations across the world. It has been declared by the United Nations as the oldest group of people on the earth. So, yes, they do take us serious. They too do take, when you say you are a Moor, serious. Yes, they do. There's more, there's ample enough more than proof of that. Can't refute it. Just look it up. Check check it out. Read the congressional records. Those of you who can, uh, go to the UN meetings. Go to the United Nations. You've got different people of all nationalities and ethnicities sitting in the seats at the United Nations talking about world affairs between different tribes and tribal nations and countries and nations. I can tell you one damn thing, you won't see uh, a black person there that's holding a seat and talking about he's presenting uh, some black nation. I can tell you that. Let me see, re- finish reading this page here. <clears throat> Knowledge restriction, oh, I'm sorry, it discloses that many area, areas of knowledge and the disciplines are needed to raise the consciousness of the Moorish Americans and are not to be limited to that tailored body of knowledge dispensed through the Moorish Holy Temples of Science and the Moorish Science Temples of America. The prophet, the prophet's position on the acquisition of the knowledge is based on established ancient principles and not on biases. Truth stands on its own merit. Clearly, the prophet is encouraging Moors to expand their mental and social Horizons and hereby preparing them to do greater things. His ways and practices were geared to encouraging us to be more broad-minded and universal in our thoughts and estate, in our social, political concepts and developments. Another important and unbiased statement made by the prophet is the following: "I am a universal prophet, and my philosophy." will be universal. I come to you Moors because you need me the most. What he what he's saying is 
He could have went to other people. But he came to us first because we need him the most. And we still need this knowledge the most. We have an advanced not one inch since the days of Martin Luther King Jr. A lot of people think they have, but they haven't. We don't own or control not one bank, not one hospital, one educational system for our children, et cetera, et cetera, et cetera. Okay, here's the editorial comment. This statement clearly indicates that the prophet is reminding the arrogant, self-righteous, and biased Moors amongst us that he is not owned by them nor by extended family of the Moors. He was unequivocally not equivocally not swayed by the potential, not so humble egotism displayed by some administrators holding holding positions of authority. To in some of the temples, he let it be known without contradiction that he is a universal prophet for for humanity at large. This does not and did not, however, reduce nor sway his love for his people, nor shake his dedication to his people, the Moors. He clearly stands on divine government principles and justice first and foremost, conclusively. Divine and applied principles are at the heart of his mission, and partiality and character building are molded into this moral, ethical direction and should be emphasized by the Moors with clear conceptions and with adept demonstrations. The prophet strongly expressed his desires for the Moors of North America to know not only the truth, but also the divine truth. This may appear to sound redundant to some Moors, yet it is not. Clearly, there is more to this statement than what appears to meet the eye, or that it is first to assume on the surface of it. It is definitely forwarded by him to impress upon us a veil or hidden truth. Study the subtle distinctions intended with the prophet addressing truth and divine truth in the same sentence and take nothing for granted. These and and other potent interjected references points of interest are presented in this booklet. And you see he says, this may appear to sound redundant to some Moors, yet it is not. I was speaking uh, about a minute that earlier ago. But I'm repeating and repeating and repeating and repeating some of the same issues in every blog talk show. And it does sound redundant. It really does. But it is a necessity. There are so many people that haven't even really heard of the blog talk show. 
a whole lot of our people. You say, brother, what is that? Never even heard of a blog talk show. And I know what the reason why the prophet said that. This may sound redundant. He's probably been told that. Oh, you can say that already. I'm tired of that, man. Come on, man. Touch on something else. Man, touch on touch on mortgages. Touch on the UCCs. Although the UCCs one that uh that I know went around the time of the prophet. Oh man, touch on how I can discharge debt. Any other thing, and there's nothing wrong with that. Nothing wrong with that whatsoever. Sure, you need to know how to discharge debt. Sure, you need to know understand commerce. Sure, you need to know to understand the UCCs, the Uniform Commercial Code. You hear a lot of brothers beating down the Uniform Commercial Code, but what they don't know is the Uniform Commercial Code is more science too. Huh? 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 How much you want to bet? Those were laws. Those were structures of laws of the high seas that our ancestors had at the time. Now called by the Europeans Uniform Commercial Code. They were always around for centuries upon centuries upon centuries. The UCCs is nothing new. Like they always say, nothing is new under the sun. This is what a lot of people had to learn how to understand. A lot of us, like uh, Dr. Arlene and uh, Sister Kadira, Tostarik Bay and Sister Raj, uh, Mariah Bay, Sister Yaffa Bay, and, and Brother Abdullah, Iotali, Mosi Bay, Sabir Bay, Son Brother, Brother Kujo Abel, We That's why we always talking about indigenous history, the indigenous Aborigine American history, because you, in order to deal with the UCCs, Mortgages and discharging debt, you have to know who you are. You have to know who you are as an indigenous woman, man, and child. You have to know who you are when you're dealing with such subjects. What does that mean? What does it mean to you as an indigenous woman, man, and child? How is that connected to you as an indigenous woman, man, and child. This is what I'm talking about. You have a lot of people uh, don't even like to deal with uh, the, the fact that they belong or inherently belong to a nation uh, or a tribe. I like to use the word nation. I don't like to use the word tribe too much, but I use the word tribe so to trying to get the people to understand what I'm talking about. That's why I use the term nation tribes or tribal nations. 
I don't belong to any silly tribe. I don't belong to no stupid tribe. Oh, yes, you do, too. You go, you go to any continent, <coughs> even in certain parts of the Americas. Go to Australia, New Zealand, Africa. And they always tell you, what, who I'm, I'm Angolan. I'm Kenyan. I'm Soweto. I'm Namibian. But he'll tell you what tribe he belongs to, or what language of that tribe they speak. Same thing in Australia and New Zealand. The same thing in some parts of here in the Americas. <clears throat> when I talk to a sister, brother of Africa, or any one of the African countries, such as uh, Abyssinia, or what they call Ethiopia, Namibia or Ghana. I tell them I am a Washita Choctaw man. I'm of the United Washita Empire of the Choctaw Nation clan or Choctaw clan. I talked to a brother uh, recently. He was from Nigeria. But first, he said, you know, at first, I did not believe you. I did not believe you at first, but now I do. Because, you know, why I spoke to him in the Washita Choctaw language. I said to him, Isla Fahula Nasu, which means, how is your spirit today, brother? I told him what I just said to him. Not only I belong to a tribal nation or empire nation, but I also uh, have a language of that tribal empire nation that I speak. I am. That's who we are. As a people, as a nation of people. Sure, we Moors. Okay, you're more no. You got Moors in the African continent. There are Moors here in America, in the Almorocks, Al Moroccan Empire continent, Australia, New Zealand. But what tribe do you belong to? That's the first thing they're going to ask you if you wonder if, or if you want to uh, tell them you are a Moor. Or you tell them that you're indigenous, uh, that you're an aborigine. Okay, they won't ask you. If you say that you're an indigenous or an aborigine, they won't ask you, well, what, what, what tribe do you belong to uh, for me? This... Uh, uh, Nigerian brother was really impressed. He said, nobody has never uh, t- uh, broke it down to me like you just did. I have never heard that. And that I've been here 18 years in this country, and I've never been broken down to you like this, to me like this before. How are you going to communicate with different sisters and brothers on the African continent, from any of these countries, uh, Algeria, 
Tunisia, Libya, Ghana, Guinea, Gambia, Mozambique. Because every one of them going to tell you they belong to a tribal nation. Thing in Australia and New Zealand. Because if you can't tell them you don't you don't belong to any nation or tribe, they're gonna think you full of it. And they're not and most likely they're not gonna take you serious. And this is you know, this, I mean this is the truth, sisters and brothers. You have to know. You have to know uh, that dealing with the, the 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 Constitution, you have to know that the Constitution is uh, was a structure was a, was was a law structure that we had for I don't know how many hundreds of thousands, maybe millions of years on this continent before the Europeans set foot on these shores. Oh. That's that so that's that so called quote unquote that's that so called white man stuff. They didn't have a constitution until we gave it to them. One no uh, so called black man man at the uh, didn't sign the constitution. No, but no, because we already have one. We already have a constitution. That's why one of the uh, brother John Henson told him to sign that constitution. It was for them, for the Europeans, immigrants. They compiled a lot of the structures of laws that we already had on this continent, and compiled them into their into the constitution. If it wasn't for us, they wouldn't have a constitution. Why? Because they haven't created or, 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 or created anything. Why hell? Uh, the the fruit we introduced the fruitcake to the Europeans, which is an ancient Egyptian delicacy introduced to Europe by the Moors. <clears throat> That the Europeans always have every Christmas, Christmas, uh, or, 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 or uh, New Year's, uh, New Year's season. They didn't know anything about a fruit cake. They didn't know anything about pomegranates. They didn't know anything about grapes. They didn't know anything about oranges. They didn't know anything. They didn't know anything about when to harvest their crops, when to plant. They didn't know any of these things. We brought the harvest season to them. We introduced these things to the Europeans in Europe, during the Moorish Empire in Europe. 
We educated them how to bath, how to eat. We brought the term breakfast to them. Time when the Moors uh, did a lot of the Islamic rituals with fasting. Then with the end of the fasting, they would break the fast. That's what the term breakfast comes from. How many of us know about the Constitution? Let me read this here. About the Constitution. When was the first meeting held for the Constitution for the United States of North America? The first meeting for the Constitution for the United States of North America was held on May 25, 1787. It was adopted over a year later on July 2, 1788, and went into effect on March 4, 1789. The Constitution was ratified about two years after the Treaty of Peace of Friendship between the United States and Morocco, which was ratified the 25th day of Shaban, which is the 1200 year on the Moorish calendar, which corresponds to August of 1787 A.D. A lot of Moors should have this on their records and on their books as dealing with the Constitution. A lot of Moors think that, uh, well, uh, that's something that the so-called white man had bought. No, they didn't. And it definitely didn't come from England. Yes, it did not come from England. Why? Because England does not have a written Constitution. Most still don't know that. No, England does not have a written constitution. Yes, they have one, but they don't have anything as written on any documented paper or writs or affidavits. Talk about having one. All of your common law deals with the law of the land, which is the Constitution, the supreme law of the land. Let me move along here. Why are there only ten lawful amendments to the Constitution? for the United States Republic of North America? That's a question. Now, the question is, where are there are only 10? Because a lot of people don't know that there are only 10 lawful amendments to the Constitution. Most of our people don't know that. Most of our people don't even deal with the Constitution at all. Show you how messed up our people are. They don't think it's important. Think is a uh, 
a piece of paper that the uh, so-called white man wrote, wrote on. It doesn't mean anything. If it, don't, if, if it doesn't mean anything, then why in the devil is it encased? At the museum in Washington, D.C. In a glass. Why is it so protected? They say, oh, the Constitution has been lifted. Yes, it has. For those who are not in their proper person. Yeah. Let me move along here. There are only 10 organic amendments to the Constitution for the United States of North America. These 10 amendments are known as the Bill of Rights and were adopted in the year 1791 A.D. A.D. meaning in the year of domination. There has never been a constitutional convention called in the history of the United States since that time. I'm going to read this over again. I'm going to read this over again, so I want everybody to really understand what I am saying and what I am reading to you. Okay? I'm going to read this all over again, so listen very carefully. All right? There are only 10 organic amendments to the Constitution for the United States of North America. These 10 amendments are known as the Bill of Rights and were adopted in the year 1791 A.D. There has never, there has never been a constitutional convention called in the history of the United States since that time. Meaning there has been that there has not been a constitutional convention since 1791, three centuries ago. Three centuries, three centuries ago, there a constitutional convention has not been called. Now, it says here, therefore, any alleged amendments after the 10th amendment, meaning the so-called 11th amendment, the so-called 11th amendment and all others that have followed it are not lawful, therefore are void are ab initio, and are not part of the Constitution for the United States of America. Believe it or not. I hope everyone got this. I hope you got it. You got a lot of um, your uh, Euro or Euro-Americans or you know, or what have you, uh, they uh, think that they're uh, <clears throat> really free, but uh, I have I have news for them. If they have birth certificates, they're not. The only difference between their birth certificates and ours, ours are more, um, 
are are more um as you can say um are more profitable they worth more worth a whole lot more than theirs that's the difference that's why you see so many of our young men and women too in prisons today across the country because your birth certificates are bonds know how many, many, many worth, how much they worth, you know, it depends on uh, how uh, what you weighed when you came in at birth. We weighed five pounds, six ounces. Well, you know, well, you was five, point, five uh, ounces of six ounces, of, uh, 5.6 ounces of gold. That's the way, uh, that's the term, the way you, that's the term, uh, your weight and gold come from your worth and weight. I mean, your worth and weight of gold come from. Believe it or not, you have the European uh, birth certificates. Now, when the, uh, when they took on those birth certificates, that put them on the Fourteenth Amendment status. Because if you look at the Fourteenth Amendment, uh, uh, Amendment, if you read it, it says nothing about so-called color. It says nothing about really anybody's nationality or ethnicity. Only three-fifths of a human being. You can listen to any one of the uh, 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 European uh, lecturer called, uh, the name is the Call himself Johnny Liberty, or you can listen to uh, Jordan Maxwell, and they will all tell you the same thing I just told you. Are uh, there uh, the Europeans in, uh, in America here are uh, Amity Maritime products as well? You hear me? I said the Europeans in this country are also Amity. Maritime products just as well. Because the, uh, the birth certificate was officially, uh, originally designed for so called black people or ex slaves. But the slaves, but the term slave. Also related actually to Europeans, to Eastern Europeans, like Yugoslavians, Czechoslovakians, Slovak, Slav. That is a European term for Europeans and for European slaves, not for Asiatic people. Okay, let me move along here. Is the Treaty of Peace and Friendship, this is a question now, this is a question, is the Treaty of Peace and Friendship ratified in 1787 a part of the Constitution for the United States Republic of North America? The answer is yes. 
the Treaty of Peace and Friendship between the United States of America and Morocco, 1787, is a part of the Constitution and is binding law. Truth and binding law. Now, you have a lot of you idiots thinking that they're talking about Morocco, the Moroccan Kingdom in Northwest Africa. No, he's the Moroccan Empire here in America. That's what he's talking about. Because how can, what, what, what in the world is the Moroccan Kingdom in Northwest Africa got to know how they got to do with the Constitution of the United States of America? That doesn't make sense. And at that time, Morocco was of a French colony at that time. So, in the Northwest Africa, because it used to be called French Northwest Africa at one time. It was under the meanings of the French. So, therefore, a occupied nation or a colonized nation or whatever, a colony cannot have treaties, cannot make treaties. You have to be a sovereign entity. You have to be a sovereign nation to have and make treaties. So who was Hillary Clinton talking about? When she was talking about the peace and friendship, they were celebrating uh the uh, the uh, the anniversary of the Treaty of Peace and Friendship between the United States and Morocco. Who was she talking about? Who was Barack Obama talking about? They couldn't, but they couldn't know. Couldn't and what? Uh, no way in the world they couldn't be talking about that Morocco and Northwest Africa. Some of the Moroccans were here from the very beginning. They served in our armed forces, law enforcement, et cetera, et cetera, et cetera. So who was she talking about? She was talking about every one of us here in the Moroccan in the Moroccan kingdom. Some like to say the Al Morocks. Al Moroccan, North Al Morocco, Central Al Morocco, and South Al Morocco, and the adjoining islands of Al Morocco, which are the Americanas. That's who they are talking about. But the sad part is it the vast, 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 vast majority of our people don't know that there are Aborigines. Indigenous people. They don't know that they are the original Americans. They don't know. They think that they are talking about talking about the uh, so-called Indians that they show you on Western cowboy movies and the movie theaters. That's what they think you were talking about.
This is what they're talking about. So let me move along here. I mean, but it's a sad that most of our people don't know that. I mean, you. I mean, I go back. You, you know, you can tell them. You know, you know, you're an indigenous. A lot of people don't even know what the, what the term indigenous or aborigine means. They don't know that indigenous is an adjective, but it's descriptive of who we are. Now, aborigine is a noun. Aboriginal is an adjective. That's why a lot of times you, you, uh, you hear me on the blog talk show saying aborigine American, aborigine indigenous American, or I may say indigenous aborigine American, by indigenous being an adjective being descriptive of us being the natural people of the land. Aborigine meaning the very, very first, from the very, very first beginning of people, the very, very first people, our very, very first original people. That's the Aborigine. The indigenous Aborigine are Moroccans. We of the Asiatic nation of Al Morocco. Most uh you can show them on the back of the dollar bill, uh, our great seal. Some of them will say, Oh, that's the symbol of the Illuminati. That's the symbol of, you know, uh the Masons, you know, that's their seal. You know, that's the all seeing eye of Lucifer. You know, which was nothing wrong with that term, because Lucifer meaning uh, bearer of light or he who brings the light. You know, so there's nothing wrong with it like a lot of your churches try to present it to be. And the reason that is because you have a lot of uh, people in your churches are working for the ruling elite to tell you not to deal with the term Lucifer or deal with any kind of occult science. Because the occult science, like I said before, science means knowledge, and the occult means it's hidden knowledge. That means they had hide this the true knowledge from you, so you cannot um, find out who you really are, or who we really are as a people. Because once they once that happens, the game is over. So a lot of your preachers and a lot of these churches. work very hard, diligently, because they're getting paid by our elite suppressors to keep us dumbed down. Because you can rule people while they're asleep. You cannot rule them while they're awake. So you must keep them asleep. Keep the sleeping giant sleep. Because if the sleeping giant is ever, ever wakes up, it's over. For them, that is. Okay, let me move along here. 
How is the treaty of peace and friendship deemed as binding law under the Constitution for the United States Republic of North America? The treaty of peace and friendship is binding law in all the states of the United States and is affirmed as follows. Article 6 of the Constitution for the United States of North America states, all debts contracted and engagements entered into before the adoption of the Constitution shall be as valid against the United States under this Constitution as under the Confederation. This Constitution and the laws of the United States which shall be made in pursuance thereof and all treaties made or which shall be made under the authority of the United States and shall be the supreme law of the land and the judges in every state shall be bound thereby anything in the Constitution or laws of any state to the contrary notwithstanding the senators and representatives before mentioned and the members of the uh, several state legislatures and all executive and judicial officers both of the United States and of the several states shall be bound by oath or affirmation to support this Constitution, but no religious test shall ever be required as a qualification to any office under the United States. So at the time when they were asking Obama, and they were trying to get, I don't know if those of you remember, his first term in office, when they were trying to question Obama about his religion, you know, uh, what is, you know, it didn't make no difference what his religion was. I just read it off to you right here. And it says here, and I repeat, but no religious test shall ever be required as a qualification to any office or public trust under the United States. Does it make any difference what religion uh, you belong to? None whatsoever. And those of you, I mean, you have, I can say again, you have certain uh, people that are that call themselves indigenous, uh, want to call themselves reclamate people. You can't do any reclamation of anyone. You can't even do any reclamation of yourself if you have not corrected your name. If you have not if you don't have a free appellation, I'm not naming any names, but those of you that are listening to this show tonight, you know who I'm talking about. You know who I'm talking about. I don't have to say, I don't have to mention your names. Thinking that um, calling themselves 
uh, Pan-Africanist. This pan, the term pan itself is a Greek term. It's Greek. A lot of these people in different countries or different nationalities in Africa themselves will tell you that you are not African. You're African, speak an African language to me. You can't. Why? Because there is no such language as an African language. There's no such there's no such language. There's no such nationality as African. Some of you, um, all uh, that call yourselves uh, indigenous or Aboriginal, whatever, uh, want to say that nationality is not really important. Some people may say that uh, Noble Ju Ali never really talked anything about nationality, which is a bold-faced lie. All you have to read is a small pamphlet book, the Moorish literature, the prophets, uh, at, uh, a message to the nations, or to say the prophets' warning to the nations. Excuse me. It tells you all there that he did talk about nationality and birthright issues. He did talk about correcting your name. You've got uh, uh, a lot of our people going around here saying their name is uh, 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 Reginald Williams, uh, Bay, Arnold Smith, L. Alan Johnson, Day, Bill Smith, Al. Or Leon Johnson, Ali, or William Shabazz, whatever. But I'm here to tell you, those are not free national names. Those are not free national names. I know you have a lot of our sisters and brothers in the Moorish Science Temple around across the country that are named themselves like that and think it's because they can put a bay or L or a day behind their English names, names that denote the slavery, names that belong to European families. And by putting a bay, a L or a day, a L, I leave behind them and, and think that that makes them uh, uh, have a free national name. No, it does not. You can carry it, your name like that for a little while, but after a while, you have to have 
I ain't prepared pro- pro- proclaim when you proclaim your nationality, you can care like I said, you can care like for five or six months down the road. But after those five or six months, then you should know what name you want to call yourself. That's Mustafa uh Ali El or Mustafa uh uh Malachi Bay. Those are three national names. To beat anyone down is not to mock anyone, which I'm not trying to do. I'm like I like my brother Dane Colloway. I'm just here to make you think. You hear brothers, uh, all these debates want to bad. Now they want to uh, blast uh, uh, the nation of Islam, bashing Moors, the Moors National Divine Movement, and you know, you know who the people I'm talking about. So I ain't got to name them off to you. I mean, just, you know, all you going to do this, sit there, just listen to them. Uh, I don't have, you know, the thing about uh, people like that, which I really suspect that they're agents, you know, because they seem to be very, very intelligent people, you know, very intelligent people. So when you try to explain birthright and nationality principles, to them, they ought to understand. It's simple to understand once you drop the science down to them. No, it's not that they don't understand. They don't want to understand because they're making a lot of so-called money for the Romans. The reason why a lot of us on these block talk shows are talking um about certain things that these agents be saying, then because we know that a lot of our people are listening to that BS. So therefore, we have to get on a blog talk show to correct it. We have a lot of us want to get mad when you see a certain European uh Wearing our faces or our turbans or stuff like that, but you don't want to, you don't get mad at them because they pick up what you put down. But again, that comes from lack of knowing who you are, lack of knowing self, lack of recognizing self. Then you want the term black or Afro or African American and people of color to be accepted amongst the civilized nations of the earth. Go to China and call them a bunch of yellow people and see uh, what will happen. 
See what, what their response will be towards you. I heard certain people say the black people, the yellow people, the brown people, and the red people. There are no such people. You see a lot of our women get up on stage and on certain what they call BET awards on certain so-called black stations and talking about the power of the so-called black woman. You'll never hear an Asian woman talk like that. You'll never hear an Asian woman get on stage and talk about the power of the yellow woman. You'll never hear a Mexican woman talk about going on stage and talking about the power of the brown woman. You will never hear them talk like that. Our, our sister should be saying the power of the Asiatic woman. The power of the Al Moroccan woman. Power of the Moor woman. Or the indigenous or aboriginal woman. Or the power of the aboriginal American woman. That's what they should be saying. But as I say, you know, a lot of people, don't, a lot of our people don't know what aboriginal or indigenous means. They don't know what the term more means. People don't. Like the prophet said, if you haven't got our people to, to believe to to um, uh, uh, if you have gotten if we have not gotten our people uh, to understand that they are not black, I, I, well, I say today, I, I'm saying this myself. If you have gotten our people to recognize that they are not black, African American, Afro American people of color, there's no need going to them with anything else. Because everything else will go over their heads. They just wouldn't be able to connect with it. That's like trying to teach a, uh, not teach a child their ABCs, but want to teach, teach them how to spell and write. That's not going to happen. Okay. We'll go in here and, and read something here in the First World Order. Uh, by the way, the First World Order, uh, uh, the first word, the book, the First World Order by uh, Dr. Asur Aline Nutapak Bay is a must for every Moors library. Yeah, it's a, it's a must. The first word, the book, of the, uh, the, first, the, the, the title of the book is called The First World Order. By Dr. Asur Aline Nutapak El Bay. Get this book. Okay? And also get the book Nature Knows No Color Line by Dr. by uh by brother named J. A. Rogers. Nature Knows No Color Line. Also a uh, excellent book. Okay, let me move along here. 
Okay, it says here, it is stated in the Moorish Holy Temple of Science, Moorish Science Temple of America, Incorporated, none of the other uh, one-on-one teachings that Prophet Noble Drew Ali, Nabi Sharif Abdul Ali, was raised up on a Cherokee reservation in in the state of North Carolina. He was raised on a Cherokee reservation, so therefore he had tribal ties. He had indigenous ties to ties to tribes or to a nation of the Cherokee Nation. Okay? Tukahari, remnants of the Cherokees, Tuscarawas, Tuscarora, Nusiak Indians that were not moved during the Trail of Tears. Reservation is location near the city of Clinton and Clinton and Clinton and Sampson and the state of North Carolina. This here, Eliza Tunica and John A. Drew Quitman, Keatman, played an important role in our heritage. They were a part of the landmark court case of free womb men and men, who was also referred to the law as free white persons. Because I, uh, I, actually, we are the free white persons, or people. We're not talking about a group of people, not a color of a group of people. You're talking about the status of a people. Black is a status. White is a status. White is a, white is my status. I'm not saying. I'm trying to trying to tell you. I am a white man. No, that is not what I'm telling you. I'm telling you my status is white. Our status is white. The European had switched that on us to gain superiority over us. White means God and 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 pure and, pure and ruler of the land. Black means to be destitute. The void of color, death, that label on our people, the black label on our people, to discredit us and to discredit our history. Says here. Exhuming of a nation. The autobiography, autobiography of Prophet Noble Drew Ali. Noble Drew Ali took several stopgap measures to secure our Moors' birthright inheritance and our beneficiary interest as Moors to the landmass within the information and mentioned land mandate, in which was part of a vast express religious corporations, the Moorish Holy. Temple of Science of the World, Civic and More Science, Temple of America Religious. Because I'm stopped right here. It's telling you when it's what I said, the Moore's uh, Temple of Science of the World and the Moore's Holy Temple of uh, the Moore's Science Temple of America. 
the, the more science temple of America is the religious side. The more uh, 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 temple of science of the world is the civic side. The more they show you the difference between the two. Let me go on. The Turner name is derived from the indigenous name Tunica. Okay, let me read this again. The Turner name is derived from the indigenous name Tunica. Like the what? Like the Washington is derived from the indigenous name Washita. Actually, uh, if your name is Turner, you've got any Turners if you're on your family or your family name is Turner. Actually, your name is Tunica. That's the Aborigine indigenous name, original name of the word name Turner. Like Washita, like Denzel Washington, Denzel Washita, like the actress Carrie Washington, Carrie Washita. That's where George Washington has gotten his name from. He anglicized the name Washita. The Washingtons. His family came from England. Actually, they were fugitives from England. You know the truth about it. Okay. Now you got. Um, now let me go on. The Turner, the Turner name. Uh, no. Hold on here. Oh. Okay. The tribe, the Wichita, uh, Wichita, Washita tribe, the Choctaw tribe of the Cherokee tribe, and which nations, tribes, and bands came together to form the Empire Washita de Dedemundia Moor, which is currently ruled under the auspices of the highness of the highest of highness, the Empress Uriachi Tierra del El Bay. She is no longer with us now. She has passed into transition uh, about five years ago, or maybe four years ago. I'm not sure. I may be incorrect on that. Okay. No, the following documents show that Eliza Turner's, Nobody's mother's name is one of the persons that owns portions of the Louisiana proper land misnomer Louisiana misnomered Louisiana purchase. There's a lot of things about our indigenous history we need to know. A lot of things we need to know who we are. A lot of us don't know that we are like I say, a lot of us don't even want to be called indigenous. Let alone know that we are indigenous people. Don't want to be called Aborigines. Don't want to be called Moors. Don't want to be called who they are. That's sad, isn't it? You don't want to be called who you are? What kind of crazy mess is that?
a lot of us have a no. They say a lot. We have a long way to go. Yes, we do. A lot of us even haven't began to know who we really are as a people. You know, they think they still think that we are black. You know, they still think that we are African American. You got a lot of us religious leaders that are misleading our people. Never talking about nationality. Never in any of their speeches or their lectures. You never heard. You never hear the word nationality. No, why don't they tell them that they know that they're not black? I ain't got to name the names off to you. You know who I'm talking about. They're well-known religious leaders, or so-called black religious leaders. Or I should put it this way, well-known so-called black uh, misleaders. That would be the more proper way to say it. Okay, let me read uh, now. Here we go. Here. Okay, you have now. Here you have the Constitution for the United States of North America. At first, I was talking about the Constitution of the United States of America. Now I'm talking about the Constitution for the United States of North America. Okay? Says there, preamble. We, the people of the United States, in order to form a more perfect union, establish justice, ensure domestic tranquility, provide for the common defense, promote the general welfare, and secure the blessings of liberty to ourselves and our posterity, do ordain and establish the Constitution for the United States of America. This is something I'm just going to read a few of these articles. I'm not going to read all, all, of, them, all of them tonight because it'll take all night to read them off, all, all, to, all off to you. So I'm just going to read off a few, okay? It says here, Article 1, Section 1, all legislative powers herein granted shall be vested in a Congress of the United States, which shall consist of a Senate and House of Representatives, which makes the Congress. Because you ask a lot of people, and you ask a lot of people, well, who, who, who is Congress? What is Congress? What, what is their function? What do they do? Most of our people can't tell you. The House of Senate. I mean, what is the House of Representatives? 
Most of our people can't tell you. Okay, it says section two. The House of Representatives shall be composed of members chosen every second year by the people of the several states and the electors and and each state shall have the qualifications requisite for or the most numerous branch of the state legislature. No person shall be a representative who shall not have attained to the age of 25 years and herein, seven years a citizen of the United States, and who shall not, one elected to be an inhabitant of that state in which he shall be chosen. This is just a few uh, of the articles or the sections I'm reading off to you. Like I said, I'm not going to try to because it'll take too long to read it off to you. So, But, uh, It says here, I mean, this often deals with proclamations, okay? We're dealing with, so tonight we're dealing with proclamations as, as, as it relates to indigenous people. This is why I keep on talking about indigenous and aborigines and the like, you know. I want people to understand what these words mean when you say them. That you're, I mean, I know you have oh many, 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 many times that you're not black, Negro, and colored. You're not African-American. You're not Afro-American. You're not a person of color. All these are brands that allude to slavery, as the prophet will, as the prophet said. Okay? Okay. To be proclaimed in every meeting, dear brother, Islam, I am glad to know that I have few faithful Moors among you all and desire for them to know the truth and divine truth. I'm going to stop right here because you don't, a lot of this, 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 uh, they're supposed to read these statements in every Moor Science Temple and every meeting on Friday, which is Holy Day. For the Muslims all over the world, but in the Moorish Science Temple of America, they don't. This is your religious side of the temple. Why? Because uh, they have been compromised, and most of them are under the what you would say the 501c3, which means they are under the thumb of the Vatican Church. Therefore, they can say uh, what they are allowed to say and say what they are not allowed to say. Okay? Once you get the understanding of that. Okay, I'm going to go on. I'm going to read this. I'll start over again. i read this again. I am glad to know that I have few faithful boys amongst you all, and I desire for them to know the truth and the divine truth. There is a host of jealousy about me and the movement now by the same people of our uh, now by the same people of our side of the nation that claim it was only a joke and unreal. But now 
since they have found out from the government officials and the nations of the earth that this is the only sole foundation that all Asiatics must depend upon for their earthly salvation as an American citizen. They are working every scheme that they can to disqualify me so they themselves may take charge of the situation. I have notified all these things to you long ago in the past, the faithful Moors that contribute to the movement and uplifting funds, the one that paid their divine respects to me and the movement will be remembered. This is why I am calling upon all faithful Moors to increase their faithfulness to me, your prophet, and your divine Moorish movement. I need I need finance, and I need it bad. Never before have I needed finance as badly as I do at present. That I may sho- that I may shove aside the discord that is facing the nation. It all it all comes through jealousy because of my fame and nobility. The nations of the of the world will not recognize the movement without me, the prophet, being the head. It has been proven by my work in which I have performed in the vast in the last few months because I was at the governor's inauguration to represent the Moorish Divine and National Movement, and I will be at the inauguration of the President Hoover for the same cause. It has here. For those of you that uh calling yourself indigenous without any uh uh, without even following any kind of paperwork, uh, you've got a lot of these clowns talking about, especially in the, your more science temples across the country, talking about uh, the prophet never talked about following any any uh, paperwork. No, it's never been written about how the prophet taught the people how to proclaim their nationality, but you must. Proclaim your nationality by filing paperwork, sisters and brothers. Why? Why do you have to do that? Because when we were all were born, the Europeans had filed paperwork on us, starting with our birth certificates. Starting with our birth certificates. They filed paperwork on us, dealing with the Bureau of Vital Statistics and uh, the County Recorder of Records and Deeds. They have, and through the USS, through the U.S., the United States Census Bureau, we are known as black, Negro, colored. Now, nowadays, as African Americans. The U.S. US Census Bureau and through the, the, the Bureau of Commerce. We are known as these brands. So, therefore, you must correct that. Uh, how do you correct that? Then you must do 
paperwork to combat, to rebut, as a rebuttal against those paperworks that has been done against you. Does that discredit us as a people? So you must do paperwork to correct that. That's why they call it a name correction. This is when you proclaim your nationality. Does it make sense? Okay. It says here, divine warning by the prophet for the nations. I'm going to read this out. I read it before, uh, maybe about three, maybe about four times during the time since I've been doing the blog talk shows. But I'm going to read it again. I'm going to be redundant, as some you will say. Well, I'm just going to be redundant. Hell with it. Okay. Those of you want to listen, those of you don't want to listen, don't listen. But those those of you that want to listen, okay, I'm going to read this off to you. It says here, divine warning by the prophet for the nations. The citizens of all free national governments, according to their nationality constitution, are of all one family bearing one free national name, those who will fail to recognize the free national name of their constitutional government are classed as undesirables. Okay? It says here, those who fail to recognize the free national name of their constitutional government are classed as undesirable. If you don't do it, you you know you just you, you know claim that's not as uh, undesirable. So don't go to the world court when your son or daughter gets shot down by the police and tell them about you black and African American and expect some rights and justice to come to you because it's not coming to you. Okay, let me move along. And our subject to all inferior names and abuses and mistreatments that the citizens care to bestow upon them. It is a sin for any group of people to violate the national constitutional laws of a free national government and cling to the names and the principles that delude to slavery. What they say, I got number 90 seconds, but I'm going to keep on reading until they cut me off. Okay? And if you have any questions before that, uh, any of you have any questions, call 314-644-4425. 314-644-4425. Or you can call 910-364-9099. 910-364-9099. Okay, I'm going to keep on going until they cut me off. All right? I, the prophet, was prepared by the grand by the by the great God Allah to warn 
my people to repent from their sinful ways and to go back to that state of mind of their forefathers. Let me stop right here. It says here, of mine, of our for of of our of their forefathers. Let me read this again. I, the prophet, was prepared by the great God Allah to warn my people to repent from their sinful ways and go back to that state of mind of their forefathers, divine and national principles, that they will be law-abiders and receive their divine right as citizens. Okay, to go back to the state of mind of their forefathers, where the state of mind of our forefathers, they were all tribal members. The state of mind of our forefathers were all Akitiwa or Cherokee, Yamasee, Washita, Choctaw, Chickasaw, Muskogee. I'm a Washita man. I'm a Yamasee woman. I'm a Akitiwa woman. Or I'm a Cherokee woman. And so on and so on and so on. The state of mind of our forefathers, we dealt with tribes or tribal nations. Okay? Did they or did they not? You can refute me if you want to. Okay? Let me move along here. Because they're divine and national preference that they will be loud by this and receive their divine rights as citizens according to the free national that was prepared for all, for all free national beings. They are to claim their own free national name and religion. There is but one issue for the, for them to be recognized by this government and by the nations of the earth, and it comes only through connection of the most divine national movement, which is incorporated in this government and recognized by all others, nations to the uh, nations of the world, and through it they and their children can receive their divine rights, unmolested by other citizens, and that they can cast a free national ballot at the polls under the free national constitution of the state's government, and not under a granted privilege, as has been the existing condition for many generations. Meaning by a granted privilege, that meaning the Voting Act of 1964, signed by President Lyndon B. Baines Johnson. The Voting Rights Act, which is a privilege, not a right, and this is what he, this is what the, this is what it has been going on. That's what you have been voting on the privileges, because every twenty, what is Noble Jawali talking about? That was before, uh, before the 1964 Lyndon Baines Johnson signing of the, of the rights of the Voters' Rights Act. That was long before that. What Noble Jawali was talking about was. Uh, the voting uh, rights bill that they have, uh, every president has to sign every 25 years. Every t- it, it, <clears throat> whoever who's president or who holds office in, of the presidency, uh, every 25 years they have to sign that bill. Or else not so-called black people cannot vote. They realize, but you get to realize that that deals with the 14th Amendment citizens as well. But you get to realize when Europeans took on the birth certificates, 
that made them 14th Amendment citizens. Most of them don't really know that. I hope all of you got that, what I just said. Okay. Let me move along here. I see there are but one issue for them to be recognized by the government and by the nations of the earth, and it comes through the connection of the Moorish Divine National Movement, which is incorporated in this government and recognized by all other nations of the world. And through it, they have and their children can receive their divine rights, unmolested by other citizens. They can cast a free national ballot at the polls under the free national constitution of that state's government and other granted privilege, as has been the existing condition for many generations. You who doubt whether I, the prophet, and my principles are right for the redemption of my people, go to those who know the law in the city hall and among the officials in your government and ask them under an intelligent tone, and they will be glad to render you a favored reply, for they are glad to see me bring you out of darkness into the light. All right. Money doesn't make the man. It is free national standards and power that makes a man and a nation the wealth of all national governments. Gold and silver and commerce belong to the citizens alone and without your national citizenship by name and principles. By name and principle, meaning your corrected name, meaning your free Abolition, meaning uh, Mustafa Alim El Bay or Mustafa uh, Muhammad El Rasul Alim Day. That is a free by your free national standards power has that 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 makes it no by your free national name. That only you would be recognized by name and principles. That's what he means. You have no true wealth, and I am thereby calling you on all true citizens and stand for a national free government and the enforcement of the Constitution to uh, help me in my great missionary work because I need all support from all true American, American citizens of the United States of America Help me. Help me to save my people who have fallen from the constitutional laws of government. I am depending on your support to get them back to the constitutional fold again, that they will learn to love instead of hate. And I will live according to love, truth, peace, freedom, and justice, supporting our free national constitution of the United States of America. I love my people, and I desire their unity and mind back to their own national and divine standard because day by day they have been violating the national and constitutional laws of their government by claiming names and principles that are unconstitutional. What he means is that you're claiming names like Robert Herring, Jimmy Williams, Reginald Johnson, Larry Jones, 
This is what he is talking about. Those are names that are unconstitutional. Says here, if the Italians, Greeks, English, Chinese, Japanese, Turks, and Arabians are forced to proclaim their free national names and religion before the constitutional government of the United States of America, it is no more than right that the law should be enforced upon all other American citizens alike and all other governments when a man is born and raised there and asked for this or his nation national descent name and if he calls and if uh, if he fails to give it he is misused for his national descent name and if he fails to I'm sorry, if he fails to give it he is misused in prison or exiled. Any group of people that fail to answer up to the constitutional standards of law by name and principles because to be a citizen of any government, you must claim your national descent name because they place their trust upon issue and names formed by their forefathers. Didn't he or didn't I, I'm going to ask you all of you a question tonight. Did he or didn't he not talk about nationality and principles? And birthright principles. I'm reading this off to you, you uh, tonight at this very moment. But the prophet actually did. Why do you got a lot of these stupid people still talking about the the, the, the prophet didn't uh, talk about nationality and birthright principles? Let me move along here. Okay. The word Negro deludes in the Latin language to the word nigger. The same of the world, this is the same as the word colored, to lose to anything that is painful, varnished, and dyed. And every nation must bear a national descent name of their forefathers because honoring thy father and thy mothers, your days will be living upon this earth. These names have never been recognized by any true American citizen of this day. Through your free national name, you are known and recognized by all nations of the earth and that are recognized by said national governments in which they live. The 14th, 15th Amendments brought the North and South in unit, placing the Southerners who were at that time without power, constitutional body of power, and at that time, 1863, I'm sorry, I'm sorry, 1865, the free national government or the free national constitutional law that was enforced since 1774 declared all men equal and free and of all men are declared by the free national constitution to be free and equal since the constitution has never been changed. There is no need for the application of the 14th and 15th Amendments for the salvation of our people and citizens. So there isn't but one supreme issue for my people to use to redeem that which was lost, and that is through the above statements. Then the lion and the lamb can lie down together in yonder hills, and neither, and neither, will be harmed because love, truth, peace, freedom, and justice will be reigning in this land. In those days, the United States will be one 
of the greatest civilized and prosperous governments of the world, but the above principles are not carried out by but but if but if the above principles are not carried out by the citizens and my people and this government, the worst is yet to come. Between the great God of the universe is not pleased with the works that are being performed in North America by my people. And this great sin must be removed from the land to save it from the enormous earthquakes, disease, etc. And I, the prophet, do hereby believe that the administration of the government being more wisely prepared by more generous citizens that believe that their free national constitutions and laws and through the help of such classes of citizens, I, the prophet, truly believe that my people will find the true and divine way of their forefathers and learn to stop serving carnal customs and merely ideas of man that they have more, uh, they have never done them any good, but have always harmed them. So I, the prophet, am hereby calling aloud with the divine plea all true American citizens to help me to remove this great sin which has been committed and is uh, being practiced by my people in the United States of America because they know, know it is not true and divine, not the true and divine way, and without understanding they have fallen from the true light to, into the utter darkness of sin. And there is not a nation on earth today that will re recognize them socially, religiously, politically, or economically, etc. And their present condition of their endeavorment in which they themselves try to force upon a civilized world they will not refrain from their sinful ways of action and their deeds have brought Jim Crowism, segregation, and everything that brings harm to human beings on earth. And they fought the Southerner for all these things, for all these great misuses. And I have traveled in the South, and I have examined conditions there, and it is the works of my people continuously practicing the things that which bring dishonor, disgrace, and disrespect to any nation that lives the life. And I, I am hereby calling out all true American citizens for, re, for moral support and finance to help me in my great missionary work to bring my people out of darkness and to marvelous light. From the prophet. So what is he telling you? The same thing all of us telling you today. He's telling you the same thing. The same very damn thing. Your name. To proclaim your nationality. Because you must have a nationality. Black. People of color, African-American, Afro-American, Negro, nobody recognizes that. There's no such people. You must have a nationality. This is what he's saying to his warning to the nations. The same very damn thing 
I've been talking about Dr. Aline. El Bay been talking about, Sister Kadir been talking about, Sister Raj Mariah Bay been talking about, Sister Yasa Bay been talking about, Taj Tariq Bay been talking about, Sister Brother Sabir been talking about, uh, Brother uh, uh, Abdullah El Bay, Brother Abdullah uh, El Mosi Bay been talking about, Brother Hakeem H.Y. Bay been talking about. Talking the very, the very same thing. The same thing Brother Kujo and El been talking about. All of us been talking about. All of us that are not sellouts, as I may say. That's the only way you can obtain true wealth. I'm not clinging to names to slavery. What he's saying is, you're keeping up your own misery by doing these same things for the last, I don't know, about 100 years or 400 years or 200 years, I may add, I may say, okay, 200 years. You're still doing the same thing. You're adding to, you're adding, putting, you're adding on to your own destruction and your own misery. I keep calling yourself black African American people of color. You're asking for it. You you put it among you put it on ourselves. We put it on ourselves. I wonder why we are being constantly treated that way. It says here they will not refrain from their sinful ways of action and their deeds have brought Jim Crow's and segregation and everything that brings harm to human beings on earth. That's what you're doing. You're doing it today here at March 28th, 1438. Roman calendar 2018. And they have fought the southerners for all these great misuses but have but I have traveled in the South and have examined conditions there, and it is the works, it is the works of my people continuously practicing the things which brings dishonor, disgrace, and disrespect to any nation that lives the life. It is the works of my people continue, and you continuously to do it today. Even to this very day, as I speak, you continuously to do it. Willingly. You keep asking for justice. You keep wanting equality. You keep, uh, uh, you, you know, but then you, you know, you don't want to do the things that you can, uh, that our people can obtain these uh, 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 equal justice amongst our people or amongst themselves. You don't want to do it. Telling you, and we keep showing you, this is the way. We're telling you not to go down that street, uh, sister, brother, because there's, uh, uh, you know, stray dogs and stray pit bulls and rock wilders, and you you don't want to go down that street. You don't want to go down that street neither. Sister and brother, because they have snakes, alligators, and crocodiles. 
and wolves down the best street, but you continuously go down, down, down those two roads. You continuously go ahead and, and you know, I mean, you continuously committing suicide. And some of us, the reason why we sound so redundant, because sometimes we don't know what else to say. We didn't. We didn't told you to get books, obtain books, read them, study the books. We're telling you why and explain why you should have a nationality. We explain why you should have a name correction. Why you should do these things. We explain why you shouldn't call yourself black, African or Afro American people of color, time and time and time again, since the days of the prophet. Since 1913. Here it is, 2018. And you still haven't learned to add two and two and and to say, uh, still haven't learned that two and two means four. You got different groups, different uh, people call themselves indigenous, talking about we are not Moors. No, you're not Moors. I'm not a Moor, you know. We explain why you should call yourself, why you should be a Moor, why you should call yourself a Moor, what Moor means. If it means people of the land, if you mean you are the land and the water of the earth, what the hell is wrong with that? What the hell is wrong with you? I'm talking about you brothers that uh, you you indigenous brothers of these tribal of these tribal uh, uh, of these different tribal nations. I'm talking about you not Moors. Well, some of you don't call yourself black or African American. Well, at least you got that much sense. You got that much sense. You know, got to give you credit for that. If I give you credit for anything, you can take the credit from me or not. I don't care. But you're constantly spilling this poison to our people. And this is what's wrong. And you wonder why what's wrong. Still more confusion, more and more and more confusion. How are you going to be a how you, how are you going to be to the minds of your foremothers and forefathers and you calling yourself black? Black people. There's no such people. We didn't say this, I don't know about the, I don't know how many thousands of times, maybe millionth of time, since the prophet was around. How long can this go on? When does it end? People that dealing with on 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 different on YouTube dealing with these debate issues with these silly debate issues that are counterproductive as hell. They're being just as counterproductive as I don't know what. It's counterproductive. You're not building nothing. 
you're constantly trying to confuse people. That's why I say, therefore, you, know, you can't be nothing but agents. You're not. You're not stupid. You're not dumb. So a lot of you are very intelligent men. So therefore, it leave me no. The leave me to no no conclusion to no any further conclusion. That's your agents. What else can it be? So that's all I have to say tonight. Uh, like I say, I do not mean to insult anyone or to step on anybody's toes, but if I have, well, too damn bad. Because I'm out here to speak the truth. I'm out here to save our people. I'm out here to uh, uplift fallen humanity. That's what I'm here for. That's what I'm on the blog talk show for. But you must proclaim your nationality and your birthright inheritance, you must correct your uh, correct your name to have a free national name and a return to the mindset of our foremothers and forefathers. Because if you try to be anything else other than what our forefathers, foremothers and forefathers was not, then you're going to always have these injustices going to always be misused and abused by other people. Always. History has uh, proven that. What I've just told you. All you got to do is look at it. Yes or no. All right, my good people. All right, family. That's all I have to say tonight. And as I say this, as I say as always when I end the blog talk show, Bawasamadakunda, as I always explain, it means peace, family. And peace and love and honor to you all. May my spirit and your spirit Spring forth with the Jaguar. Peace. Fahim El Bay, I'm out.